0: Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply.
4: Welcome
5: to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. You know, Buck, some days there ain't a lot of topics, not a lot of news going on. Today, we have got so much to dive into. Whoopi Goldberg suspended over her... Inaccuracies, let's say, as it pertains to the Nazi era in Germany. The White House is demanding that Joe Rogan be regulated. Jeff Zucker at CNN is out over an undisclosed relationship. This is a big deal. 300,000 jobs were lost in January of 2022. That compares to an expectation that 200,000 jobs would be added. The Bidus touch continues to fall apart. Army soldiers who refuse a COVID vaccine that we know does not work against Omicron will be immediately discharged. Uh, But Buck, the story that is ricocheting everywhere, and he's doing his uh, media roundtables right now, CBS, NBC, ESPN, basically every direction you look, former Miami Dolphins head coach Brian Flores has sued the NFL alleging racial discrimination in coaching. And I know you are not a monster NFL fan. Far from it, Buck. But you also, I mean, this this story has ricocheted through so much of the media establishment that it's almost impossible to ignore. I went on Fox & Friends this morning and talked about it from a legal perspective. But I want to start with this, Buck. Even you are like, wow, this is kind of a big
6: story. Yeah, of course. Well, because it comes, Clay, at a time where there's already this huge national conversation because of Biden explicitly declaring, and as you have rightly pointed out, that over 95% of lawyers or people from the legal profession will not even be thought of as a possible Supreme Court pick. And we also have the case making its way Through the Supreme Court, and I believe we are going to get a decision here in June that will say affirmative action. I mean, this is plain letter of the law stuff. Affirmative action is not equal protection under the law. It should be and is unconstitutional that there was a time because of whether it's, you know, liberal white guilt or whatever the rationalization was that people preferred a certain policy outcome with affirmative action does not make it. Constitutional, Flatly, plainly, clearly. So with all of that background, now we have, and I, I thought it was fascinating, Clay, because I was learning, you know, this is, the great thing is when I have a sports thing that comes into the realm of just breaking news, you know, top five stories, let's say. I'm like, Clay, explain, and it's like encyclopedia, Clay goes to work, and then I feel like I know what's going on. One of the things that's remarkable is this guy saying that these things that we were hearing him say after he would already been paid after you know multi-million dollar contracts to be a head coach right after he had already done all this tremendously rarefied and highly successful stuff in the nfl now he's saying that he's being discriminated against and in fact he always feels like he has to be better than his uh, better than his counterparts based on uh, where does this come from so the complaint
5: is a mess And, and this is me analyzing it from a legal perspective uh he alleges that he is being racially discriminated against. Now, background for Brian Flores. At the age of 38 years old, after having the job title of linebackers coach for the New England Patriots and uh, and Bill Belichick, who is roundly considered uh, the greatest NFL coach of all time, He, if you work for Bill Belichick, you have a very good chance of getting a head coach job somewhere. That has been the case for many people, white or black. So Brian Flores gets hired at the age of 38 years old to a multi-million dollar head coaching contract with the Miami Dolphins. He is there for three years and he just got fired in the offseason. That surprised some people, but there was a lot of behind-the-scenes issues evidently inside of Miami, both with player and coach relationships, that the head, uh, the owner there, Stephen Ross of the, of the Dolphins, a billionaire, decided to move on and hire a new coach. Then... Uh, Brian Flores is interviewing. There are right now five open head coaching jobs in the NFL. Lots of guys got fired. And he is interviewing for the New York Giants. And Brian Dayball is hired, who is the offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills. And there is an allegation that, based on a text message from Bill Belichick, that Brian Flores was not really considered for the job that they already knew who they were going to hire. Uh, He also says that several years ago he had an interview with the Denver Broncos and he alleges that John Elway, who is one of the great quarterbacks in NFL history and an executive with the Broncos, uh, was hungover and that he didn't feel like he was taken very seriously. Based on those details, he's arguing that he has been racially discriminated against. Now, to me, when I read this complaint and I read the complaint, There's almost no evidence of racial discrimination in this entire complaint. That is, I don't know about you, Buck. I've gone on interviews before where I haven't gotten the job for what I interviewed for. And, uh, and that was disappointing. And sometimes I felt like the guy that they ended up hiring, they knew that they wanted that guy most likely beforehand. I bet almost everybody out there has been in a situation where you've gone for a job interview and you have thought, hey, I'm probably not going to get this, but I want to try to prove that I'm worthy of the job anyway.
6: There's actually a storyline for fans of the show, The Office, which I, I do think is a, is a great show for whatever that's, oh, whatever it's that's fa- fantastic. out there. There's a storyline where Michael Scott, who is played by uh, Steve Carell, I think amazingly well. Goes in for an interview for, uh, you know, the Dunder Mifflin executive role. And later on in deposition, it comes out that he was never really under consideration for the job, but they wanted to give him the shot. Right. So this is this is not a new thing in corporate America where you go in for an interview and they think they already have somebody else picked. And let me just say, unless there is actually I mean, to your point about the legalities of this and the reality of it contractually and otherwise, unless they've unless they've already made an offer. Even if they think they know who they're going to pick, the willingness to give you an interview always leaves open the possibility that minds will be changed. So there's also an assumption built into all of this um, that that it could not even if they had or maybe they could make an offer and even rescind it if they found a better candidate based upon, you know, whatever the contractual agreement is they put forward initially. So we've all been I mean, we have all been yes. this. And by the way, in the media world. Everything that we deal with, Clay, at some level, is 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 unfair, meaning that there's a lot of subjectivity. There's a lot of who's going to be this, who's going to be the next big that. And you just learn to do the best you can and deal with it. You don't turn around and always just claim that there is some force arrayed against you, especially if you've been remarkably successful as this guy. I mean, 38 years old, multimillionaire, head coach in the NFL, doesn't get the job he wants, and now the NFL is racist-based, on what? And I mean, speaking of of what this guy's been saying, I mentioned to you, he he's going around now as part of his TV tour. He's all over the media saying that he always thinks he has to be better than his colleagues to be in the same place. Based on what? Where does that come from?
5: I mean, that's also the job of competition. You have to be better than your colleagues in the NFL in order to win. That's oh sports. no, but he means he has yeah. to be
6: better just to be on the same playing field as other. Yeah, essentially, he's saying I, for me to be a head coach, I had to be ten times the head coach of other head coaches. This is basically the subtext here. That's based on what?
5: Yeah, and look, here's the other thing. These are important facts, I think, too, uh, because we live in a. I've told you this, Buck. Nobody is pushing back against Brian Flores on any of these interviews, right? Every single sports media person presumes that he is the victim of racial discrimination. And no one is actually saying, OK, Brian Flores, if you're so discriminated against, how did you get a head coaching job at the age of 38 and become a multimillionaire? Uh, and also, by the way, how is it that you were poised to get another head coaching job? You just didn't get the one that you wanted with the Giants and That's also, there is no business buck in the history of the world that has created more black millionaires than the NFL. Truly, in the history of the world, 70 some odd percent of all NFL players are black. And really what this comes down to is an argument that there needs to be more black coaches. It's very similar to the Supreme Court, honestly, where it, you almost get the sense that there is an idea that there needs to be a quota. But what's fascinating about this to me is, first of all, everybody in America should be able to compete evenly to be an NFL head coach, right? White, black, Asian, Hispanic. That's what I believe. Uh, the black population is around 12% of the overall population. So they are widely, wildly overrepresented as NFL players, but most coaches start at the age of 22 or 23 and work themselves up for decades to be eligible to become a head coach. Well, so to me, the the overall head coaches in the NFL should roughly approximate not what the player percentage is, because most players never become coaches, but what the overall population of interested coaches are in the United States.
6: And let's remember, I mean, the NFL is, uh, professional sports is one of the few places where you have a meritocracy in real time with real consequences. Yes. I mean, I, I do know enough about it. I grew up watching the Knicks and I'm, uh, my family are Giants fans. And so I've, I've played, I spend way too much time in my mind watching professional sports, but I've seen enough to know what goes on. And I'm aware of the size of the contracts, Clay. When you, when you're paying somebody, uh, you know, I mean, I just saw like Neymar, the soccer player, signed a $200 million contract. Yes. Okay. When you're paying somebody in the NFL, I mean, that's soccer granted, but that's, uh, you know, there are $100 making...
5: million dollar guys in
6: the NFL. Exactly. When you're paying someone $100 million, you just want the best. You're yes. doing everything you can to get the absolute best. And so when you're trying to assess, and there's always going to be some degree of subjectivity. That's what I meant about the media aspect, right? Like, we have tons of super talented colleagues in media on TV and radio and podcasts, whatever. And, you know, it's not a perfect business, but you have to be good. But there are going to be some decisions made. In the NFL, they're putting the best players they can possibly get out on the field because there's a lot of money in it and there's a lot of money in winning and, and there's no BS to, on it. You can, it, can tell who's better or not. And and who, you know, you you see this and it's like, well, you know, what 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 NFL franchise is is having a coach come forward that they think would be the best fit for them and would make them you know Millions would affect the price of the franchise, perhaps by like hundreds of millions of dollars over, over years, over a decade and say, yeah, but I'm, you know, we're just still a little racist. So we're not going to hire that guy. It just defies, it just defies comprehension, especially given what you see with the players in the field where they're like, who's the best tight end? Who's the best quarterback? Who's the best wide receiver? And that's all that matters, right? But with coaching, all of a sudden, they're going to take a different approach. I don't buy it.
5: I, you're hundred percent right there. And Buck, even if some teams were doing that, then by being not racist, you would gain a competitive advantage, right? If there are teams out there that are taking talented minority coaches off the board because of racism, okay, I don't believe that's happening, but if it were happening, then you would have a competitive advantage against them because you would be able able to hire those coaches and your team would win more. It's not only that racism is wrong, it's that purely on a competitive basis – If it if your competitor is racist, you would get to beat them more often. And I just don't buy, based on how competitive every scintilla of the NFL is, that any team is choosing not to go with the best possible candidate, whether it's for a kicker or whether it's for a GM or whether it's for a quarterback or whether it's for a coach.
6: This year, make the Valentine's gifts you choose really soft. I mean really soft and comfortable. We're suggesting you get Tommy John loungewear, pajamas, and underwear for the special someone in your life. Look, Tommy John makes you that much more comfortable so you can do everything better. You're going to find out that Tommy John doesn't just have customers when you get this stuff. They've got fanatics. You're likely to become one, too. Tommy John loungewear makes you feel uh, particularly at ease every time you wear it. You're going to go out of your way to find an excuse to put on Tommy John. I'm wearing it every day. I do radio these days. My favorite T-shirts, my favorite hoodies. Uh, it's just the best stuff. I love the pajama pants, too. You got to try it. With over 17 million pairs sold, Tommy John has made couples across the country comfier than ever. Let them do the same for you and your Valentine. Plus, there's no risk. Every gift is backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. Get $20 off your order of $100 or more right now at TommyJohn.com slash buck. Order today in time for Valentine's Day. That's TommyJohn.com slash buck. For $20 off, tommyjohn.com slash buck for $20 off. See site for details.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico.
3: go to lifelock.com slash news and save up to 25 percent your first year that's 25 percent off at lifelock.com slash news identity theft protection starts here we are flying by today with the clay travis and buck
6: sexton show we appreciate all of you rolling with us special shout out again to the truckers up in canada the truckers across america for listening to this show and also standing for freedom We appreciate all of you. You want to call in uh, 800-282-2882 on those lines. There's a new study out of Johns Hopkins University on lockdowns, and uh, they crunched all the numbers and all the data. And guess what? They agree with Clay and Buck. We'll give you the specifics on how lockdowns are insanity later on this hour. And you need to know the numbers. And I just want to state this uh, as as a mission here in my mind and something Clay and I are going to do. It's not enough to have them take their hands off the wheel, so to speak. We have to explain to the Fauciites, never again will they be allowed to do this madness. It was complete insanity, really from the start, and all the numbers bear that out. So we'll get into that later on, but I, we started out today. I mean, Clay announced it, and it, I'll be honest with you, with uh, I almost said y'all there. I mean, I'm in Florida. I don't know if I'm allowed to y'all when I'm in Florida. I need to come. Yeah, hang Yeah, well, in Tennessee. you're
5: in Miami. You're, you know, the great line about Florida, Buck. I'm sure you've heard it. Is the further south you go, uh, the further north you go, the more south you get. So, like where I am in the Panhandle, where it's right uh, below uh, Southern Alabama, like that's super southern yeah. in
6: the Panhandle. Where you are, it's more East Coast. Yeah, it's kind of like New York South over here. I gotta say, New York so, with palm trees. So I'm not sure I can y'all it. But the point is, you heard, Clay, at the top, and, and we mentioned in the last hour a couple of times, big shakeup in the media landscape. And this is the kind of thing, remember, we're going into midterm election year. You have the warring propaganda machines of uh, Democrat corporate media out there that are trying to make sure that people believe things that aren't true and telling everybody else about their misinformation while they spread the Russia collusion nonsense. Jeff Zucker is out at cnn and i i can tell you maybe i'll get into some of the specifics about my experience years ago at cnn clay i don't want to dive into that before we tell everybody what's happened here he had a relationship with a subordinate a very senior executive but still a subordinate because he cnn was zucker's kingdom i mean whatever he what people got paid what zucker wanted them to get paid they got the show zucker one of them to he was um I, I was gonna. Could you say the malevolent tyrant <laughs> instead of the benevolent? Yeah. Uh, the malevolent tyrant of CNN, and and now he's gone because he didn't disclose this relationship. A couple things, Claire, I just want to throw this to you because you know you also know that there could there could be some big lawsuits that come out of all this. Um, his the subordinate female is staying. It's she's staying on at CNN. Uh, he is gone. He resigned effective today. Didn't disclose the relationship. What I think so interesting is this: Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo thought that he could get away with things that nobody reasonably could have imagined would fly. I mean, the helping with his brother, using his pulpit to do so, and behind-the-scenes comms assistance. I think it's because he knew about what was going on with Zucker, and he felt like he was covered from on high. And for everyone listening to this, the head of CNN, so one of the most powerful lib media executives out there, is gone because of the investigation into Chris Cuomo, which then led to this revelation. What do you make of it?
5: So there are a bunch of different angles here. So we should say, I mean, this is all public now. Uh, Allison Golust, is, I believe, I mean, I might be pronouncing her relationship wrong. Uh, She is the woman that he was having a relationship with. She is the executive VP and chief marketing officer at CNN. So what is interesting about this, Buck, and I think this adds more complexity to the overall situation surrounding Chris Cuomo, but also Andrew Cuomo. And the way that CNN covered this story, uh, Alison Golust worked with Andrew Cuomo back in the day. In fact, she's a veteran PR expert. I'm reading from Radar Online. She was the communication director for Andrew Cuomo. Uh, and there have uh, this is according to Radar. There were many discussions that one reason why Zucker initially helped to protect Andrew Cuomo and Chris Cuomo was because, in the fact, remember CNN had the Bro Cuomos on together during COVID. They were allowing Chris Cuomo to cover his brother, Andrew. They made Andrew a hero. They tried to brand him as the anti-Trump, right? There were all those Cuomo sexual uh, shirts. There was the argument that he was going to run for president. Supposedly, one of the reasons why the Cuomos were protected is because of this woman, Allison Golust. And by the way, it also, uh, supposedly this has been going on, their relationship for a long time, that they had a uh, both of their marriages broke up over this affair. So, to me, what stands out here is the incredible uh, belief by Zucker that when he fired Chris Cuomo, that somehow this wasn't going to come out, that he was going to emerge unscathed. And it seems what happened basically. Is Chris Cuomo said, Hey, you owe me eight. This is my, this is me reading what's going on here. You're going to fire me. You better pay me out the $18 million that you owe me under my contract. Cause they tried to argue they fired him for cause. And when that battle and investigation into why he was being fired took place, my bet is Chris Cuomo said, Hey, you know, you're firing me for inappropriate behavior. Do you know that? That Zucker has been engaged with a, a relationship with a subordinate for a long time, and Buck, I find it hard to believe there weren't a lot of people inside CNN that didn't know this was going so, on, this relationship for a long
6: time. I was before CNN went completely insane. If if ten is the craziest a lib can be, before CNN went to eleven, it was probably solidly at a at an eight, I'd say pre-Trump era. And I worked over there for a couple of years and you used to do CNN until you were. I was Lifetime banned. Ban. Yes. <laughs> Which is great. Clay is, is banned from the Republic of CNNistan. Um, but anyway, he, the, the, the reality here was that everyone knew, um, that there was stuff going on in that building for years that the media just wasn't as interested in talking about, didn't come out. I was surprised that some of it took as long as it did, uh, to come out. And I think I'll tell you this right now. And of course, can't name names, cause, but there's more stuff that will likely come out about CNN and the practices in that building. Um, but what I, what I, what the question I have here, because I, I very much see the, the the Cuomo thing, and isn't it fascinating that Governor Andrew Cuomo, the hero of the pandemic for the libs, second only to Fauci? I mean, the entire nation. You know, Gavin Newsom was having Cuomo. They gave him ending. an Emmy. G- he was they having gave him Cuomo a special Emmy, Emmy. Yeah, and they had to rescind it because. You know, he was the man during the, during the, he was doing this, you know, here I am. I want to talk today about the numbers. Let's look at the numbers. The numbers say that I am the best. Why am I the best? Because, you know, this was what Cuomo was doing day in and day out. I know, it's pretty good. That is not bad. Thank you. And he would do this whole thing in the song and dance, and everybody would say, oh my gosh, he's such a great leader. And then it all started to fall apart. He lied about the numbers. He hid the number, the deaths, by the way, death numbers, lied about that in nursing homes, lied about what's happening in the state, covered it up. And then the stuff about the sexual harassment. And then all of a sudden his brother was covering up for him. And then the brother had his, you know, had the issue of of harassment that came up, too. And then he got terminated for helping his brother deal with his harassment. And now Jeff Zucker is gone, Uh, I think, in part, because, you know, or rather... I think that this came out because of what happened with the Cuomo brothers. So the dominoes falling here for the left wing media is is remarkable. But here's the question I have for you, Clay. Disclosing a relationship with a subordinate is a this is one of these things, you know, the, the way they're framing this. Clearly, this was going on for years, clearly, when both were probably still married, which this is, a, by the way, family's breaking up. I, it's a sad thing it always is a sad thing so whenever this happens i never i never celebrate or you know say yeah look at this guy his life or you know this woman their life is you know in tatters i want all families staying together but why not disclose this right there must be there must be something that we don't know about the situation and i think there are things we haven't heard yet that are actually worse because this is a very sudden resignation from a guy who's i mean making probably 15 million 20 million dollars a year to run cnn i mean who's I, who is a more powerful news executive on the left than Je- Than he was? I mean, it's tough to there's come up with a one. name.
5: There is. Well, and also he was running sports. So, I mean, Jeff Zucker was massively powerful. And so to me, I think you're right. When these resignation uh, letters pop out of nowhere, it usually means there's a big investigative piece coming within a day or two somewhere down the line, right? And they know that that media source has got the goods on them. And that they're going to be sharing it. My first thought is when you failure to disclose a relationship, let me just say this. If that relationship had just started six months ago, they wouldn't be firing him over failing to disclose that relationship. I think what's likely come into play here is he probably hired her while already being in a relationship with her, which is a big no-no, right? If, if you are well, he said he's uh, having a her relationship, for 20 years. Yeah, right. But he brought her from the Cuomo office to come work at CNN right. a few years ago. And so I think there are probably going to be some details coming out about what he did or did not reveal. Um, I also believe the big question here, Buck, and I'll actually when we come back, I'm curious what you would do. Let's presume that CNN suddenly came to Buck Sexton and they said, Buck, you were on air and we went back and we looked at all the data and we determined that, yes, we weren't yet fully crazy yet when you were on the air, and we value your opinion for what to do at this network, what should we do to... I mean, this is a crazy stat, Buck. Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity have more Democratic viewers in the evening on their show than CNN or MSNBC do. They have lost all of their audience. What did they do to matter again, other than as a pathetic punching bag
6: for left wing lunacy? They would have to actually try to be a news network and not a perfect one. They're still going to be liberal. But this is what they used to be. It used to be a liberal news network. Then it turned into pravda for the DNC. I mean, that just yeah. it just went completely anti Trump, ferociously insane. That's what happened. Could they bring it back to, I mean, I I always say this, I have more respect for MSNBC, as insane yeah. as the commie opinions over there are, they admit that they're commies. I mean, they don't use that term, but they admit that they're left. They're liberals. They're Democrats. So they're, there's not this pretense. CNN lives in fantasy land and the anchors over there live in fantasy land on this issue. And that's why they would never debate it publicly because it looks so stupid. But they, you know, they, they like the pretense. They pretend. Can I tell you my quick fun Jeff Zucker story, though, before we go to the break? Save gotta, it.
5: That's what we call it. Teams. We gotta gotta Ooh, tell, got a break. You got a tell. I want to hear it. I've got a everybody else. Has, does, does too. It's just
6: it's perfect for uh, for the occasion. I think in so many ways. Look, imagine for a minute. This big bummer. You decide to get ahead with your tax return because you have a tax refund coming your way. You file your return. You hear back from the IRS that someone else has already filed a bogus return in your name and taken your refund. Does that happen? Yeah, it does a lot, actually. This is what cyber hackers do online this time of year. But you can protect yourself and your identity online with LifeLock, which is the best way we know how to do it. Every day you put your information at risk on the internet. You buy something, you register for something, you sign up for something online. Whatever it is, there's always a chance for a data breach or a cyber hacker getting your info. It's not personal. They just want enough data to do something like steal your tax return. That could be thousands of dollars, right? You got to get LifeLock to protect you now. I just got a LifeLock alert this morning, folks. I've been a LifeLock customer for years, and I've had to deal with identity theft. Let me tell you, you want LifeLock looking out for you, and you want them to have your back if, in fact, you're a victim. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save 25% off your first year by using promo code BUCK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com and use promo code BUCK. That's promo code B-U-C-K for 25% off. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to uh, LifeLock.com for promo code BUCK, 25% off.
5: Welcome back in third hour of the program. I am Clay Travis. He is Buck Sexton. Encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast. Also, go give us a five-star review and make sure that you are writing a funny one for Dub to be impressed by in some form or fashion. Here's a new offer, Buck. I think this is a cool idea. If if Dub reads your five-star review on air, then I will send you via Dub an autographed copy of my most recent book. If it gets on the air, Dub will get that book to you. I'll autograph it for you. I think it will go very well. I want to see some funny ones. I want Dub to be entertained. Uh, All right, you can go find that at iTunes. You can go find it at Clay and Buck. Uh, We bring in now, I believe, Ned Ryan, who has been on the absolute front lines of everything that's been going on in Loudoun County and also on the front lines of helping to ensure that Glenn Youngkin sent shockwaves throughout the American political establishment by winning the gubernatorial race in the state of Virginia and then coming in and actually doing what he said he was going to do, including removing the mask mandate in Virginia schools. And now there are rebellions against the idea that you should be able to choose whether or not you wear a mask. Ned, what's the latest on the ground there in Loudoun County as it pertains to the mask debate?
4: Well, it, it, it's pretty interesting today, Clay, because the last two days were uh, teacher conferences and grading. Uh, on Friday, uh, the students, my, my children included, uh, who did not wear masks, were given a letter saying, if you show up on Wednesday today without a mask, we will suspend you. Um, so, you know, we had conversations. All four of our kids are in, are in the school system here in Loudoun County. Uh, and the two older boys, one's a sophomore in high school and the other one's in seventh grade, Uh, We talked through the implications and said, we're behind you all the way. What do you choose to do? And they said, we want to show up maskless on Wednesday. And I said, I will walk you in, uh, and we will have that conversation with the powers that be about, you know, what's taking place. So as of today, both of the older boys, uh, you know, are suspended from the Loudoun County public school system for refusing to wear a mask and actually complying with Yunkin's executive order. Um, You know, it's pretty interesting, Clay. I took my seventh grader in. And we sat with the principal, and he read the suspension letter, and about halfway through, it was all about defiance and willful disobedience and all this, and I said, if you could hold on for just a second. And I looked at my seventh grader and said, you know, James, principal defiance in the face of arbitrary rules that are not backed up by science or data or facts is always the right thing to do, and I have your back in this entire situation, and I believe what you're doing is principled, and I looked at the principal and said, you may, be, you may continue, so, you know, right now, it, it really – the amazing part, Clay, is it, it feels like very random – you know, with our schools out here in Western Loudoun, they're saying it's a day-to-day suspension. If they choose to show up with a mask tomorrow, the suspension will be lifted. But in certain places like Stonebridge High School, which most people will probably not identify except for those that have been following the you know—the whole story of the the rape that took place, this is the exact same high school – You know, a a student was not suspended for raping another student, and they're handing out 10-day suspensions today for not wearing a mask.
6: Wait, wait, Ned, Ned, it's Buck. I mean, my my blood is boiling here, I know everyone across the country feels the the same way they're hearing this. I mean, just so we're all very clear. The governor has said, via executive order, you do not have to wear a mask, correct? It's optional.
4: Right, it, it, the 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 executive order said they are the we're lifting the mask mandates. They are now right. optional. So, but you but can so, Ned, I mean, is there
6: any? Just just so we're all clear, is there any? When you're sitting there with this principle, I mean, what he's doing is effectively in defiance of state law and state authority. So, uh, uh, what what is their argument? I, I don't understand. It it feels like they're just engaged in some kind of. You know, pro Fauci nullification of the law or something. What is this?
4: What what they are what they are saying is their defense is that obviously the previous governor and the previous House of Delegates that was controlled by the Democrats they passed a piece of legislation saying Virginia will follow CDC guidelines uh, regarding mask mandates. Which, oh by the way, the CDC has come out recently and said basically paper and cloth masks are worthless. So. There is no real justification for it. And it really is. There are other school districts, but Fairfax and Loudoun, which are two of the big northern counties, have, have said, we're going to fight this. We will implement mask mandates. And so people understand Jason Miares, the newly elected attorney general, uh, is arguing uh, this case today in front of the Virginia Supreme Court. So we're, we're very – all of us are very curious to see how that turns out. I don't think there will be a decision today, but I hope that within a couple days – Uh, That we'll we'll get a decision that will be, you know, on the right side uh, from the Supreme Court.
5: First of all, I I commend you and your kids
4: for making. I just,
5: I just, I am so. When you were telling us this story, I'm just sitting here, and you know this, Ned. There's so much discussion from left wingers about being on the right side of history. Right? They're always trying to lecture people. When I sit and look at this, and, and look, I've got a, a history degree. I am uh, like Buck, and I bet you as well,
6: Ned, a student of American he, history. He just wrote a history book, actually, right. a great one about Bunker Hill. That's there you right. go. Yes,
5: Ned. that's right. We talked about that uh, oh, the first time I think we had you on. Uh, I remember right. asking about that. So I have zero doubt that the people who are going to be on the right side of this issue are people like your kid and your kids who... 20 years from now, because you know what that sounds like when you have that principal reading that letter explaining his suspension? It sounds to me like principals who would have not allowed minority kids into their schools and argued that they were doing the right thing, and then 20 and 30 years ago, I know Joe Biden's trying to make this George Wallace argument right now, there are principals and school leaders who are effectively standing on the schoolhouse steps and disallowing kids to enter based on the flawed uh, reading of the uh, currently existing law, but also there's no justification for mask mandate in schools. They have no scientific ability. So not only is your son or your son's on the right side for purposes of freedom, they're on the right side for purposes of science as well, which is an incredible accomplishment for a young kid to be willing to recognize and stand up when there are consequences for him taking those actions.
4: Yeah, no, and I pulled them on the way home because I, I walked them both in, one to the middle school, obviously, one to the high school. We went through the process, got them in the car, you know, drove them home, and said, you know, guys, you probably, some of this probably is not going to make sense to you, but allow me just a few minutes to talk to you. You know, we were founded, this nation was founded upon the idea of natural higher law. In which, in some ways, we have a moral obligation to reject arbitrary rules. I mean, that would really is if you were to you know summarize the American Revolution, that was the basis for it. In which founders said we're not going to follow and comply and submit to these arbitrary rules. And I said, you know, this you know some people say this is just about a mask, but it's about something much bigger. In which you actually have to stand up and say no, this is wrong. And again, like you like you said, Clay, there is no scientific backing for any of this based off all of the studies we now have that show that the masks are, are virtually ineffective, worthless, ineffective. Uh, and the, the other thing that's deeply offending to, to me in all of this is really kind of the bullying and intimidation in which they literally told our kids on Friday, my, my sophomore in high school, they, they gave him a letter and said, looked him in the eye and said, if you do not comply, if you do not submit, you will be suspended. And he took the letter and he came home and said, I'm not submitting and I'm not complying. I am showing up on Wednesday without a mask. Uh, like, we're all
6: proud. We're all proud if so we can be Ned did. of of what your kids are doing here and obviously you standing behind them. We're speaking of Ned Ryan who is the founder of American Majority and his book, speaking of history, is The Adversaries: A Story of Boston and Bunker Hill available now in paperback. Ned, uh do you think if you get this this decision cuz look, as as goeth Virginia, a lot of other I think purple politically purple states right. May follow. You know, Colorado has started to have some breaks because of Jared Polis in Fauciism. They're starting to say, look, the masks and the, the lockdowns and all this stuff. They're starting to wake up to reality slowly, but surely if there is a decision from the state Supreme Court in Virginia that says, yeah, the governor, the new the new government, the new governor that the people just elected of Virginia can get rid of mandatory masking in schools. Do you think that the schools will comply or is Loudoun just going to engage in? outright nullification of law and say whatever what are you going to do arrest arrest principles i mean how do you think this goes
4: you, you ask a very good question buck because right now i don't think we have a clear answer but knowing based off past behavior from the loudon county school board uh they're not going to take this sitting down i think they will fight tooth and nail to resist anything from glenn youngkin uh they will do their best to try and resist you know, we'll 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 see. I mean, I, I'm is this really a Youngkin?
6: Curious. By the way, is this just a spite against Youngkin thing from like Democrats it. in the public school, which, as we know, is like the heart of the commie power center in a lot of states? Is the whole public teachers union, uh, public school unions, and and all the rest of it? Is it mostly that, or are you coming across? I mean, you're a Loudoun County parent. Are there parents who just I don't know can't read what's in the news and figure out that masks don't actually work? I mean, are they truly terrified? What's going on?
4: I think it's a mix of both, honestly, Buck. I think there's not an insignificant percentage of parents and teachers who, quite frankly, do not think for themselves or accepting blindly, you know, what I consider old, outdated information and that somehow masks work, uh, that they have any effect against the virus. So I think there is absolutely a part of that. Uh, and I also do think that they are fighting. I think they deeply resent the fact that Young Youngkin won. Um, they're going to fight this as hard as they can, whatever means and resources that they have. They were even, so you know, the principal of Loudoun Valley High School, the the, the the county sheriff in Loudoun County made it very clear that the SROs in all the various schools were not to enforce in any way removing parents or students from school grounds for not wearing a mask. This principal, Sue Ross, went out of her way to call the local Percival Police Department to see if they would enforce it, and they informed her, no, we're not enforcing that either. These people are truly demented and out of control trying to call the police to say will you back up are trying to enforce suspension over masks and the police department both in the city and the county level said absolutely not you're on your own
5: Ned, sometimes elections can lower the overall temperature of a body politic. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, I think you could probably tell where I'm going. Uh, and so Glenn Youngkin obviously wins election in Virginia. Attorney General Myers, uh, as you said, doing really good work and wins some Sears. They sweep, take back the House of Delegates. House of Delegates. All of that happens. Yep. Do you see going forward now? that people are going to be just as energized in Virginia for the midterms as they were for the governor's election and those other races?
4: Oh, I, I think so. I mean, you you have to understand <clears throat> Virginia 10 basically is Loudoun County with Prince William and, and other parts, but it's essentially Loudoun County. Virginia 10, I think, is now one of the toss up, potential pickup for Republicans purely off this school board issue. Yeah. So I, I, I've made it very clear to people that the school board issue is not going away. School boards have made it very clear. They voted 8-1 to one to continue these mass mandates. The Laden County School Board did. I, I think that this will continue to be an issue throughout the country through various school districts. And I think that will have implications, obviously, not, not only at the school board level, but at the congressional level as well. Because, again, I will remind people, it's not just me. It's not just the conservative Republicans saying this is idiotic. It has to stop. It's Democrats. It's independents. It's all parents of all stripes saying this has to stop. We did not sign up for this. You can't stop teaching advanced courses. You can't indoctrinate our kids. What about just teaching our kids the basics to give them the best opportunities in life? And so this is this parents movement crosses all party lines, all party affiliations. And I think when they see these school board saying basically you know, shut up and sit down, you dirty little peasants. I think a lot of parents are saying, no, we're not going to. We're done. And we're going to hopefully run a lot of them out of office this year.
6: Ned, man, we always appreciate you. Our friend Ned and Ryan coming on here, telling us what's going on. He's the founder of American Majority. Folks, check out his book, history book, The Adversaries, about the Battle of Bunker Hill. Ned, great to have you, man. Thanks so much.
4: Guys, enjoyed it. Thank you.
6: We all have someone in our life that's experiencing physical pain. It could come about from too much exercise or too much on-the-job exertion. Think about it. Someone who's using a jackhammer all day or someone who's working on a farm all day or just moving heavy boxes, going about day-to-day life. Pain is pain. No matter how it comes along, finding relief for it is crucial. That's why there's Relief Factor, created by doctors and perfected over 15 years of scientific research. With four key ingredients, Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free product, which addresses joint, knee, hip, back, neck, and shoulder pain. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. Gary in California tried Relief Factor and found it was right for him. He's never felt better, and he's telling all of his friends join the more than half a million satisfied customers order the 3 week quick start for only 19.95 go to relieffactor.com or call 800 4 relief to get the 19.95 3 week quick start developed for you go to relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief relief factor feel the difference Call
5: 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-GOLD. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are hoping for a red tide to send a lesson to everybody who has been masking your children and insisting that your business is non-essential, among many other issues that are going on right now big battleground state for the United States Senate is going to be Arizona. And we are talking now to a candidate for the uh, seat there in Arizona, Blake Masters, who is also incredibly accomplished in worlds of business and finance. Blake, appreciate you joining the Clay and Buck Show. How is the campaign going? What are you seeing on the ground from voters in Arizona?
2: Well, thank you, Buck. It's uh, It's going well. Uh, people are fired up. You know, it is an election year now. I saw the shift in energy as we crossed from 2021 to 2022. Um, you know, my campaign's up and to the right. I'm beating my opponents in fundraising and uh, getting out there and being bold in the media. And um, I think we're going to crush it this year.
6: You know, Blake, the jobs numbers have come out and they are, to put it mildly, not good right now for the uh, for the, uh, the Biden's, uh, Biden regime. Uh, Companies, this is CNBC headline from earlier today, companies unexpectedly cut 301,000 jobs in January. Now, the Biden talking point on this continues to be they had more job creation, they call it, in 2021 than at any time, I think, in the post-World War II era or something crazy like that. What they mean is they're counting jobs that... Came back online because of shutdowns before it. So really, it's just the end of shutdowns means there's jobs that people weren't allowed to do in restaurants, etc. What do you see really happening right now with the economy? Because it feels like the Biden team is running out of talking points.
2: Yeah, and that just shows you how desperate they are to uh, to cling to anything that they could call success because they know it's not going well. We feel it. We see it every day. It's not going well. You know, Biden at this point is making Jimmy Carter look like JFK. And unfortunately for the country, uh, you know, he doesn't know how to manage anything. And I think we're, you know, we're nominally inflation right now. They say it's six or seven percent. I actually think it's double digits on like the actual Costco basket of goods. You know, the people stuff, uh, the the stuff people need to buy every day to live. And I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. It's why we need a change of leadership. Biden is just failing. Blake,
5: you obviously have a lot of experience in the business world working with Teal Capital, and you just referenced what's going on with inflation. Buck just hit you with the overall numbers of jobs that are continuing to decline. What should be happening in your mind as a business guy in order to get the country back to the employment levels that it was at in February and March before we shut down for COVID?
2: Well, you know, I think we need to stop paying people not to work. Um, If you're going to lock down, obviously, uh, you need to support the small businesses that you're forcibly closing. But we, sh- we probably never should have locked down in the first place. You know, and right now, the business community is looking for some stability. They're looking for some future they can be confident in. And when the government is pursuing all of these reckless spending policies, uh paying people not to work, you know, be print four or five trillion here, another trillion there pretty soon, that's real money. It adds up and it it creates this inflationary spiral that I fear we're just in the beginning. So I think literally reversing everything that Biden is doing, going back to the President Trump, America first economic policies, uh, that would be a hell of a start. We're
6: speaking to Blake Masters, CEO of Teal Capital, and he's running for a Senate seat in the great state of Arizona. Blake, you also have been vocal on the issue of specifically illegal immigration and our wide open southern border. There's been a lot of uh, stuff that's come out in the last few days of course the democrat aligned media is suppressing most of it because it looks so bad for the biden white house right now they had about 180,000 illegal and in- in- encounters with illegals in the month of december for which we just got data we'll have the january data from dhs in a couple of weeks and everyone that i've talked to and i've been speaking to folks from border patrol and i spoke to the former chief of customs and border patrol yesterday say that they expect that this year Might be even worse. Last year, it's close to 2 million illegal crossings. This year, they think, could be an even greater degree of a violation of our sovereignty. What do you think is going to happen here? And, And what do you think should be done about the poorest, to put it mildly, really the open southern border we have?
2: Well, it really is impeachable. There's no other word for it. I mean, it's criminal. Biden has thrown the whole southern border open. He's basically ceded all of that sovereign U.S. territory to the Mexican drug cartels. And it's not just drug cartels, right? These are professional criminal uh, racketeering organizations. They're trafficking, yeah, fentanyl, but also weapons, also women and children. And uh, yeah, 200,000 that we know about every month. This is more than 2 million people per year. Over four years of Biden and Harris, you're talking about uh, 8 or 9 million illegal immigrants. And that's more people than live in Arizona. So I don't think it's an exaggeration to say this is an invasion. Uh, It's outrageous. And he caused it, right? It wasn't perfect under President Trump, but it was pretty darn good. And all Biden had to do was nothing. Instead, he just reversed all the policies that were working. He invited millions of people to come here. And surprise, surprise, when you invite the world to come into the United States, they will. And we're all paying for it.
5: We're talking to Blake Masters, candidate for the United States Senate in the state of Arizona. I'm sure you saw this story too, Blake. Uh, Army soldiers who refuse the COVID vaccine are going to be immediately discharged from service. That's despite the fact, I'm sure you've looked at the data, the COVID shots do not stop soldiers from getting Omicron. And also these are, for the most part, young and healthy people that are being discharged from our services. What should happen in your mind with that policy?
2: Well, I think, again, I think that policy is just criminal. And it's obviously not about health. You know, the Democrats will say, oh, we want to, you know, maintain uh, maintain health and wellness in the enlisted ranks. No, like you just said, COVID doesn't hurt these young, healthy soldiers. Uh, if, if anything, you know, they, they shouldn't get the shot. Probably it should be an individual decision. But like, why would a young and healthy soldier want the covid shot? Probably doesn't make sense for most of them. And so this, to me, is about power, right? The Biden administration is looking for an excuse, some pretext to fire uh, all of the people who who don't want to go on board with their agenda. And that's really dangerous for our our armed services.
6: What is the top of the list for you of what if we have Republicans, if you're part of a Republican majority Senate starting next year. What's the top priority? What do you want to get done?
2: Well, we have to close the southern border and actually, you know, remember illegal immigration is illegal. The correct amount of illegal immigration is zero, you know, but I wouldn't just want to stop there because, okay, you close the border. Congratulations. What about election integrity? You could have a sealed border, but if you don't have safe and secure and fair elections, you live in a banana republic. But then gun rights are important too you know we can't let uh, our citizenry be disarmed because then we'll have a totalitarian police state like australia and you know you could fix all those problems but if the government is just printing six trillion dollars every year pretty soon the inflation will be so bad you won't even have an economy so i almost don't know which issue to pick there's like 10 that are existential and we're going the wrong way right now on all of them
6: blake masters candidate for senate in arizona ceo of teal capital blake Always, in, always enlightening, my friend. Thanks for joining us here.
2: Great to chat with you. Thank you.
6: One of our favorite conversations
5: here on the show is about Legacy Box, company based in Tennessee, Chattanooga, actually, my mom's hometown, that digitally transfers your family's memories from videotape and film onto digital files. That's a service every family needs Um, why a million and a half different families have already relied on legacy box for their expertise. If you or a family member are storing away videotapes and photos and super eight film, that's good, but you know, those tapes and pictures don't last forever. And in the back of your mind, you're probably thinking right now, I want to ensure that I can preserve these for my family for as long as possible to pass them on down from one generation to another. Well, Thanks to our friends at Legacy Box, they can ensure you can do that. They will save you time, and they'll give you all the gear necessary you don't have. You send them their precious memories. They let you know when they receive them and keep you informed every step of the way as they hand-digitize your tape and film. In several weeks' time, you'll get all your tapes and pictures back along with the digital files. That is incredibly valuable. And why you should go right now to LegacyBox.com slash clay to save 40% off for a very limited time. Order today, get the discount, and get started one more time. LegacyBox.com slash clay. 40% off today. LegacyBox.com slash clay.
1: Mix and crest plus check out new items like mr clean magic eraser ultra thick multi-surface cleaner no more sponges or other cleaning products needed and head and shoulders Bare soothing hydration shampoo a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients offer expires march 26 restrictions apply promotions may vary visit safeway.com for more details
3: our kids have said to us since we've moved to minnesota we are far
1: more
4: active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors
2: for us.
0: Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have.
1: It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids.
4: See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com backslash
3: live.
6: Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just thirty-five bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, fifteen gigs of data, and mobile hotspot.
5: Just go to PureTalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, PureTalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk.